When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After Party Season 1 is still over, but we are just getting started talking about it here on Post Show Recaps 22 in review. I'm Jess Sterling, here to bring you through all the memes, all the nostalgia of us covering the After Party earlier this year. But of course, I cannot do this alone. Um, I had to bring in someone who was my co-host all the way throughout Um Let's you know what? Let's bring him in this way. Um, oh, how great is this party, Ariel? Ah, oh my god, this party! My liver is exhausted. I've been partying all year long, and I and I'm suffering now for it. Uh, but I'm so excited to be here. This is crazy. I can't believe it's the end of the year, and I can't believe the show is still over. I could have sworn it had come back, but it didn't. Not yet. Um, and of course, it's not just the two of us because two is two is a couple, but three is a party. And uh, you know what? Shut up, my angel. You're my darling angel. Grace, how are you? No, my name's Walt, and I've been here the whole time in the background. <laughs> I was on every pod, and you just never, lurking. you never threw to me. Every time Josh is here, you never threw it to me. It's very weird. <laughs> Uh-huh. So happy to have you here, Grace, oh, talking you. about the after party with us. And of course, we're also going to be touching on some other bingeable shows throughout uh, the, the great year 2022. Did we watch TV this year, the three of us? Did we watch mm-hmm. any TV other than the after party? I don't know. I, I don't watched, know how much TV we watched. I watched, uh, I watched many hour long, many 10 to 15 hour long movies. I don't know about TV shows. Mm-hmm. 10 to 15 hour long movies? Yeah, no, it's a joke. It's oh, know, I was the like, way some of the showrunners treat their treat their seasons like long movies. It's it's kind of dumb. Josh recently let me know on the uh, on the year in review uh, uh, announcement pod that I had done 300 podcasts on PSR. So I've definitely watched more TV than I podcasted about. And that you ruined our surprise. Jess and yeah. I had balloons. Oh, 300 balloons. <laughs> yeah, oh, great. That was the whole I mean, point Walt. of this party, Grace. That was the it was the this was mm. the way to get you here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. it was really just to have the surprise about woo 300. No, no, but I definitely watch more TV than than I podcasted about. So that's that's a lot of TV. I think I watched and movies. Yeah, I feel like we're uh, all gonna need to go see an eye doctor like pretty soon, uh, like just to check in, you know, just to make sure our eyes are all right after so much. Screen. Yeah, go for the blue light lenses. Oh, I have those. <laughs> Between working and podcasting all the time, yes, I need the blue light reduction. The blue light yeah. special. Yes. Um, but if you're new here, welcome. Hi. Thank you for joining us. Um, all month long, we're going to be podcasting about different shows that were covered here on Post Show Recaps, a variety of guests for your entertainment pleasure. Uh, you can follow along postrecaps.com slash 2022 if you want to uh, find the feed that is going to house all of those podcasts. Of course, everything will be in the show specific feeds as well. Um, and we also have a survey. That we'd like everyone to take. We want to know what what do you watch? What do you listen to? What kind of genres are you into? This show has many, many genres for your appetite. Um, so definitely go take that survey. It's gonna be in the show notes. We just we want to hear from you, dear listener, um, and what your what your fave things are. Uh so I think uh I think that's all the setup we need. Um, to start talking about our first show of the conversation here, the after party, which we covered earlier this year, Ariel, this show was so fun to cover like the different genres every week. I felt like made it extra exciting more than your average comedy. Mm -hmm. I miss it. I feel like it was such an innocent time back then, uh, back when we were covering this and it's some of the characters have really stayed with me. Like thinking back on it, I, I think it's that really easy measurement of, you allow time to pass and then you think about the show and then you just assess like 
you literally just take stock of what you actually remember and how you feel about it. And mm-hmm. um, some of the characters really, I had to like look back and be like, oh yeah, that person was on it. But some of the, some of the characters really stand out like the, the, the quote unquote love story that ultimately was, was important to the story was like kind of the heart of it. Um, and like the cartoon episode and the, the musical episode. And it's just like, it's, it was a lot of fun, right? It was a party. I mean, it was a murder, but it was a party and we had, we had a blast. We did. Uh, so for those of you maybe who just like randomly listened to this episode um, and haven't gone and watched the after party, we covered it back between February and March of this year. Um, it's an Apple TV plus show. Basically there's an after party for a high school reunion there is a murder right away, and the whole show is centered around figuring out who murdered Xavier, and uh, every single episode is a different genre. And Grace, this is a totally new concept, and like the the cast that they got for this first season is, I think, kind of for me what drew me to the show, but also just what, what like blew it out of the water was the the amazing actors that they had. Yeah, so this is a Christopher Miller production. Uh, Christopher Miller of Lord and Miller, who have done Spider-Man Into the Universe and uh, some of the Lego movies and the Twenty One Jump Street uh, movies. So um, uh, certainly, like a big name, and I think that that shows in terms of who he was able to convince to come and do this this season of of TV. And I feel like, uh, I feel like actually this this TV show actually foreshadowed a lot of what you would end up doing this year, which is uh, between uh, post-show recaps theater and like us talking about glass onion. um, But also um, what this is, there's some white Lotus energy. I feel like to this in terms of Mm -hmm. the, the season of TV where it's like, yeah, uh, uh, Ben Schwartz come do one season of my TV show. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, next season we'll have a whole new cast. Although I do presume that maybe Tiffany Haddish might return. I don't know if we have any. I don't know if we've had any confirmation. But alas, um, yeah, this is really uh, uh, this this style is really hot right now. The anthology series, but mm-hmm. I think um, very rare that we get the anthology comedy series. Um, and so the idea that not only is it a different cast each season, but each episode being a different genre. Um, like, there's a world where this is like too much you know it's like a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat but i think it works perfectly these hats are very stylish jess yeah i i think this is a great idea and like you said i think i i really well originally we thought this was just going to be a mini series like we thought one and done one season we're out of here um ariel being that you're the one who's podcasting about the white lotus season two which feels very similar in that it's like oh it was going to be like a one and done but the popularity of it brought it back and it's kind of an anthology series um where we have um different characters every season what are your thoughts on like the idea of bringing this back for a season two i mean as i sit here and think about like grace said the the glass onion of it all that being a sequel to knives out and those being like murder mysteries being comedies white lotus being a comedy in parts and also a murder mystery and then this and for it not to feel like how could there be these three different things that are like on paper kind of the same but are but feel so different and feel like each one has its like own point of view and there is room like I don't feel right now as I think about it emotionally like oh this sucks it actually is exciting that like wow we're mining this genre in like these very subtle ways that all feel really different I think it's awesome and I think for this again and i said this about about glass onion like the idea that you could get actors excited about doing big name actors or you know middle actors actors who wouldn't necessarily want to commit to more than a season of anything um it's really exciting and it's really fun and when they seem like they're having fun in universe as their characters but also seemingly just doing this fun type of thing it translates and we have more fun I'm all about fun. And for the idea that this on paper, I'm always like, just let it go. Don't do it again. But like, if they can make it feel different, this one, right. We haven't seen this is, this is of the three properties that I mentioned. We've this one, we've only seen like the first iteration of it, but based on who's involved, like Grace said, I have faith that they can make it 
interesting in the second season. Now, will that mean every season or every episode going forward is still an additional different genre? You would argue that they still have other genres to explore as far as episodes, but even if they repeat, they can make those different. It's exciting. Like, and if it's always going to be Tiffany Haddish or whether it is or not, I think I'm all for it, which I can't believe I'm saying. I feel like I wonder if there's anything to this idea that some of the most popular stuff on TV at the at the moment there is like the big you know there's like the fantasy stuff and and of course there's whatever but it does feel like there's always been a place for like the mystery box show and this is obviously a comedy but definitely has the like okay who is the killer and I feel like there's been a lot of 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 that that has come out this year as we as we've mentioned and Glass Onion is going to drop uh, on Netflix at the end of the year. There's also Poker Face, which is another Ryan Johnson uh, a project that's coming out next year that seems like it's going to be the same. Um, so yeah, I wonder if there's anything to this idea that like um, you know we've talked about a little bit talked about on Mediapedia, an episode about binging versus the week-to-week model and how I think, I wonder if like there's this extra thing to, you know, we really, you know, we, we are people obviously who podcast about TV and we're in the Discord all day talking about TV and movies and that these type of shows give us the most amount of like juice to squeeze from an episode of TV in terms of not only can, you know, was it a really well-produced TV show and it's very funny, um, but it did two things that were conversation points. Like one is, okay, did this episode work? You know, I think that the, the driving, the car episode, as you would call it, is that the right term? Do I have the, car, the car? It's a car movie episode. Car yeah. movie episode, I think worked less well than maybe some of the other it's ones. It's about family. It's about family. <laughs> but then also this, like trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what's yeah. happening. Those are some of the most popular TV shows uh, of, of the year, right? Like White Lotus and um, uh, Severance is a mystery box show. It's not like mm-hmm. a murder, but you're trying to figure out like, okay, what the heck is going on here? You know, that's why Lost, I think, was incredibly popular as well. Like, not to like, it feels like I'm saying this as if this was like a super hot take, right? But, um, you know, the mystery box shows, these are what people want. And this show managed to like wrap it up in one of the most fun ways I've seen a show uh, uh to do it's almost like they got to do the serious thing with without taking any of it seriously yeah i think these types of shows always tend to get people uh interested and talking about the show right it's not just to have a show on tv but you want there to be this like water cooler conversation about it and this show certainly had that i think what's interesting about this show is like because it because we were watching it so closely and podcasting about it and like had the downtime to discuss like um our you know our our theories i think it's a little easier to figure things out i mean when you're looking super closely at stuff it's a little easier to figure things out than if if you're just watching it casually mm-hmm. um not that i think that it takes away from the show at all but i think these types of shows are really popular right now not only mystery shows where there is a thing to figure out but also shows that take risks right like i view this as a show that took a big risk in changing the genre for every single episode that's a huge uh thing to try to tackle right Mm -hmm. because not only did they have to dedicate like i think a normal show you're looking like a 40 40 minute drama even like your um i don't know what they're called like the cop shows (laughs) like yeah procedural a cop procedural thank Mm -hmm. you like a procedural show it's like the same format every single episode and so you can kind of crank them out right the story is different but the format is the same and i think for a show like this where you have a musical episode where you have to create entire musical numbers an animated show you have to have an animator involved a children's like episode of television right like you have to get so many different types of people involved and i feel like it takes a lot longer it it works different parts of your brain i think mm-hmm. to try to do that to, to me that's the biggest feat in and of itself ariel is that we got this show that i I don't know that I could think of another show that this is like in that way. It feels very new and exciting in that specific way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think to your point about uh, audience expectations, you do risk alienating your audience that way if you don't if you don't do it right. Certainly, but it, just in general, because like you said, people are kind of used to, especially when a show is new, you're watching it and you're trying to learn not just the universe of the show, but like what the show is and how do I watch it? Like the show is teaching me how to consume it. Right. And 
this show, it's like it's kind of teaching you a new lesson every single episode, even when you do start to realize and get used to the dynamic of each episode being so different. But if you can find a way like they did, in my opinion, I know like people's mileage varied across the board for most episodes, but I think it was overall positive um, from my perspective. I think you 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 can find a way to keep a voice and uh, find a voice in each genre that feels similar, even when it feels different, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, do we want to hop into as a kind of a, an avenue to talk a little bit more about the show itself in season one? Do we want to hop into some superlatives that we have uh, prepared for the day for this Let's podcast? Do it. So um, I'm super, super into superlatives. <laughs> so first one I have um, MVP character, aka the Shadayama Angel Award. <laughs> um for our favorite character. every time you sing that i think you're starting to say a word yeah. that i can't decipher that i don't know what it is and then i realize it's like uh-huh, uh-huh yeah it's the word um the problem is that i listened to a few of the podcasts uh, this morning in preparation mm-hmm. and i every time that like one of us sing that or like what's the dealio <laughs> yeah i was just sitting i was just sitting looking at the at the cast list for for after party I'd forgotten about about quiet Heather and Mr. Shapiro. Oh, quiet yeah. Heather. Like honestly, the the I think she's the most underrated character. Uh-huh. Yes, I would agree. I quiet would agree. Heather. Um, but yeah, MP, MVP characters. Grace, anybody that you want to throw out on the board immediately for you? Oh, uh, I mean, there's a few. I mean, shall we start with Ben Schwartz's Jasper? I feel like Jasper oh, has the most memorable solo episode in terms of uh, the musical episode. Um, I don't know. The one thing I, I don't know that Ben Schwartz is like entirely breaking new ground with Jasper. Jasper is a little bit, uh, there's some parks and rec energy happening. Some Sean Ralphio. Yeah. He's yeah. the worst. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, uh-huh. But I do think probably if I'm like uh, thinking about the show, I do really, I did really love Jasper. Uh, unless we forget, Jasper was the killer. So, you know, yeah. Big yeah. time spoilers. If no one, if you're huh? listening to this podcast 20 minutes in, why are you yeah. here? And yeah, why haven't sorry. you watched the show? In review, we got to review it. Yeah. Uh, Ariel, what Jasper. about you? Jasper. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> I forgot about the Jasper. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, for my, for my, for my Shadi uh, award, I, I can't, I can't not go uh, with my girl, uh, Zoe. Like, I just felt like her, her empathy and her energy and the fact that like, it was um, at times questionable, especially in the beginning as to her mm-hmm. true intentions. And then you actually learned that she did have, um, not just a daughter that she cared for and like that was really sweet but just like actual uh empathy like i said and the the episode that she where you got to see like the different parts of her really really struck with me and i know that didn't work for everyone but it it really just like struck a chord with me all the little different pieces of her personality and her psyche and and it was it was touching even Mm -hmm. as ridiculous as that cartoon was yeah, I have a f- I have a few people I'd like to throw out because I can't I can't even help myself. There were so many characters I loved on the show. Anique is the first one that stands out to me yeah. because I I just remember every single podcast being like I just want to give him a hug. Yeah. Like he seems like the sweetest human being, and I know Sam Richardson plays like um a little bit more of a I, I don't know like a little sly character possibly on like Veep, right? I know he plays like a very different character on other shows, but I just he's. I he's- that- he he actually like I think this is his one of his sweetest roles. I, I think part of the fun of him is that often you think he's very sweet and then he reveals himself to ah. actually have quite a bit of a bite to him. Mm-hmm. And but Anik feels like his most pure role uh I, I've seen him in. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought he was absolutely amazing in this in this show. Um another one, obviously Tiffany Haddish as Detective Danner. Um, her one-liners were so great. I think what stops me from giving her the true Shadayama Angel Award is that 
I thought her solo episode was the weakest of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, it just felt yeah, like right. a little strange and off to be following the cops. So, like, uh, Tiffany Harris had some uh, stuff come out recently that may, she might not be back for season. Oh season gosh, two, okay. So, well yeah, then, I don't know. she's yeah. definitely not giving the controversy. Shot yeah, yeah. Some Ugh. past sketches were Ooh, were, were perhaps, uncovered. Perhaps a uh-huh. mystery as to what sketches oh. it were. That could be like a whole other <laughs> different kind <laughs> yeah. of mystery. Just, uh, um, I want to give a shout out to Dave Franco as Xavier. Uh, also, I think you mean uh, Xavier Grace? Did I say Xavier? silent i did it so many times on the podcast (laughs) just why i remember sorry eugene duckworth jr Uh, terrible name sorry not sorry yeah he's he was great in this uh i i've been a different different go first showed up on my radar on uh he was in the like weird last season of scrubs if anybody ever uh were they like yes with eliza coop i think yeah they fully ended scrubs in the most beautiful way and they're like guess what we're actually gonna do more in dave franco's here (laughs) like okay all right yeah uh but dave franco xavier is uh a phenomenal performance all and especially all the fake movies that he was in with channing tatum specifically oh the hungry hungry hippos Hippo's universe. And the, yeah. remember the man eater? It's like she's an eater of yeah. men. Yeah. What <laughs> did you say? Yeah, they play a hall so a hall of notes. Uh, uh, yeah. movie. Yes, the yeah. hall of notes. Ah, oh, love it. It's yeah. too good. The only other character, and this is gonna be the most shocking reveal for literally anybody who's ever heard me cover a podcast or a cover show ever on this channel. Um, Maggie. Maggie the child. Oh wow! Was an icon. Wow! I wow. know yeah. her episode yes. was funny. Um, she has yeah, growth. It's called growth. This yeah. is this yeah. is extreme growth. Um, she also has, I think, for my money, the most iconic line of the entire series. Um, he put bones in mommy. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always living rent free in my head. It's so uh-huh. funny. So uh-huh. Maggie is like, I mean, obviously I don't, I don't really think she probably deserves to get MVP because she doesn't, she's not there as much, but like little shout out to little Mags. She Poor Lana it. Glazer, the only main character we didn't mention other than Walt, uh, but that's <laughs> obvious. Yeah. Yeah, Chelsea. Was, Chelsea was there is a great. character? Was there a character named Walt on the show? I, feel I like. think so. <laughs> my mom knows who I am. <laughs> oh, there was like some line. <laughs> I'm tempted to give my MVP point to Walt. I think it's my favorite bit from the TV show is that nobody remembers Walt. It's very, very funny. Yeah, it's definitely, I, it's definitely memorable. And and I have to give because Jesse, we're kind of doing honorable mentions. I just kind of have to mention my girl Indigo, who was living on like a different planet than everyone else but being no less uh hilarious in the process yeah i think ultimately i'm gonna land on anik just because i thought he was like the sweet like this ultimate sweetest human being and i just i want to give him a big hug all the time um so i think that's where i'm gonna land ariel where do you ultimately land on your mvp point if we're keeping track where are you landing uh, I have to, I have to go with Zoe. Like, yeah. I, I feel like Zoe, Zoe Chow as Zoe, which like, oh my God, what a, what a, what an acting feat to play someone like named you. Um, <laughs> I only take roles where I am named <laughs> me so that I, I remember my life. Actually, I know, I, so I know when people are talking to me. It makes sense yeah. because you do high for Grace, go for Grace on your yeah. name. Like you but always I, have I to imagine... be reinforced what your yeah. name What happens right. if Grace is on set and one of the lines is like, oh, just give me some Grace. And Grace is huh? like, what? <laughs> what? What? I was here the whole time. I'm me? here. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to our next category. LVP, the yeah, sure, whatever award. Um, who do we <laughs> Oh my think- god, the song, yeah, sure, whatever. I just heard it. You can it's so can good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, who do we think is the the least? I mean, obviously everyone is great in the show, right? Um, but who do we feel like a little let down by, maybe, or maybe like again, not someone we're particularly interested in. For me, I think without it being one of the more like sideline characters, like a Ned or you know, one of the pregnant Chelsea's or Jennifer. we have not given a shout out to John Early either, who's Detective Culp Tanner's part. He's very good. The two Jennifers. Very Jennifers. Good. The two Jennifers, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're pretty meh. But for me, I think of the main crew who I was like very meh on for most of the time was Brett. Yeah. Um, I, I don't yeah, care I about agree. car movies. <laughs> He cheated on Zoe. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dad. 
Well, until yeah. he loses his kid. He, is, he, is he a, does drive very fast in a He car is sweet. Kid. I mean, but wasn't there that thing where, like, in his version, it was really yeah. fast, but then in her version, it actually was fine, but the, then he did distract her, arguably. So, yeah, it's, I guess yeah. it's hard to say. And he does... Uh, I'm not sure. No, he doesn't say I'm gonna kill ya, but everyone thought he said I was I'm gonna kill ya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of mad to me. Like that genre isn't for me to begin with, and also this like broy kind of type of character is also very meh for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's one of the least memorable. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll but Brad is my LVP. My yeah. yeah, sure, whatever. He's there. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Can I? I think the other one I would give like Alana Glazier is so good and I feel like she wasn't that good in the show like I feel like they really did yes completely yes because her episode is like the horror like thriller Mm -hmm. episode and yeah I just felt like she's because she go basically she's class president when she was in high school and then she goes to be a little bit of a mess like a hot mess Mm -hmm. and i just feel like it's so out of character for for her to be like a character who was class president i don't know she didn't pop off the screen for me either and i love her in like um in uh city and yes broad city yes um yeah she didn't she didn't pop either um i mean i kind of need we said we weren't going to give it to side characters, but I kind of want to give it to to Jennifer number two, because at least Jennifer number one kind of has, yeah, Jennifer one had like a little bit of growth. Jennifer two just like seemed mean and like a a follower. And she left her like water breakage all over the floor. That's That's just rude. We know from white Lotus season one, you don't do that. Clean it up, clean it up. And even Mm -hmm. if people don't know you're pregnant, you, you got, you got to get someone to clean it up. Yeah, uh, I think finally that's people are with me. That pregnant people get too much sympathy. <laughs> finally, Grace is like, I will finally. die on this hill. <laughs> Always have my seat on the bus. They, you know? <laughs> oh my god! Come on. Um, let's move on to uh, I've enti- I've entitled this this award the How Great Is This Episode? Um, the best genre episode because of the interesting format of the show. I thought it would be good to kind of uh, give an award to which one we thought worked the most for us. As a little review, we got uh, we start off with Anik's um kind of rom com, then we have Brett's car movie, Jasper's uh, musical episode, Chelsea's thriller. We get the flashback episode, um, Zoe's animated episode, Danner's like procedural episode, Maggie's children's. I forgot the finale was a children's episode. I will. There was part of me when I came onto this pod that for a minute I was like, I don't remember who the killer is. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, this is like me, White Lotus season one. Like, I don't remember who died. Yeah. The musical episode is my favorite. It's so it's 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 so good. It's performed excellently. It's so it's it's so fun. Like this first, yeah, you get the rom com. You're not even really sure that they're gonna do different episodes, so it's hard to give it to the first one. Then you get the action movie, which you know, eh, whatever. But then you hit the musical, and it's so fun, and you kind of start to see what the show is. And so I gotta give mine to 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 the episode three, Jasper. Yeah, Jasper. Yeah, I think I agree fully. I don't know that any other episode could, like, it just feels like this one was the episode. This was the one that I think, Ariel, like, really, if you aren't, if you weren't already on board with the show, I've, I think this is the episode that people most freaked out about. And they were like, oh, my God, the show is doing amazing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people said that. Some people said that. Uh, no, I, I don't disagree. I or I have a different pick, but I don't disagree with what you just said about like mm-hmm. this episode really showing a different side. Like, I think it's notable that this what I mean, all the episodes obviously were from that certain character's point of view. So like they all felt different. But this one really felt like it was really interesting to get something that felt to me menacing at the time, whether or not you had clocked Jasper or not. Like, I think there was something um, like off about it. Yes, it was, it was charming and it was lovely, but there was something like so exaggerated about like how happy he was that I think felt a little, a little suspicious, but regardless, the production value is, is uh, you can argue with, 
Mm-hmm. But for me, the episode that that I think just overtakes it a little bit is the the high school episode because it's always fun for me to see people play older people play younger people that's always very wet hot american summer yeah absolutely well and the whole time we were like how did these people graduate in 2006 this is absolutely unbelievable (laughs) the dumb dumb humor and the the so you get so much mileage out of like trying to make these characters trying to make these actors look young and part of the bit is that they look so stupid in like these clothes and these hairstyles right but also Mm. like the way that we got so many other character combinations than just that one night in question when everybody was like kind of interacting in very specific ways that we had already seen we got to see like it really felt like between all the different actor combinations and character combinations that were new to this like other party that they were referencing but also that uh they're having and they're having so much fun and then like the actors and you're getting to see uh them just like playing a different box and like it just feels like a i don't know to me it just it ranks a little higher than the than the Mm -hmm. musical episode because that one felt a little bit like okay he's holding back and he's hiding something and here it's like okay now we know these characters so well like we have a solid like three or four episode foundation at that point that we have a lot of information about all these characters and let's build on that in this way here that uh that felt really fun Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, can I say something? I just realized this, that every episode is the name to the person who Mm -hmm. that episode is from their point of view, except for episode five, which is called High School, Mm -hmm. which is done by... Told Walt's by point of view. Walt's point of view. And so mm-hmm. he gets ignored. He gets nothing. Yeah, yeah. We love it. Of his episode. It's hilarious. I remember That's that. So yeah. funny. That's so very funny. funny. Because it's it's like the joke is not just in front of the camera. The joke is also exists yeah. kind of behind the camera. Yeah, in the, the whole world, the whole universe. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody cares about Walt. Yeah, it's oh. so funny. Yeah, I remember the one the one negative, um, especially that uh, Josh Wiggler had for the Yasper episode was that like eventually we don't get like a big villain. A musical number um which would have been fun once we get the reveal that it is jasper um, who yeah. killed xavier so yeah, that would have been a fun, fun like rewind like i get that they wouldn't want to put a musical number in a different episode that had a different genre but if they did a little bit like a boop, 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 like go back and rewind yes. to that night how it actually happened because that was obviously like an exaggerated false version of what happened i think mm-hmm. i think he's or- right that would have been fun or Jasper starting to sing and nobody else being in a musical, right? Like him being like, like uh, him doing yeah. his big villain song, but it's just him like outside of being yeah, arrested, yeah, singing, like monologuing. Yeah. 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 Especially because like, it's like, well, he's the villain. So I feel like he deserves like a kind of like little moment like that. You know, yeah, I wouldn't have like minded a, a little break from genre for that moment. Right. A good place. Evil laugh. Yeah. Exactly. See, I was not. I actually thought when I was listening to you, to you folks on the pod that I actually was not super on the Asper is the bad guy train. Cause I kind of thought it was, he, he was almost too, too, like in the way that episode works that he's like too eager, too excited mm-hmm. that I was like, yeah, he's too, he's like, you know, too obvious, you know, in a murder mystery. It's like, it's never the first person you think it is. It's always the person you medium suspect. You medium suspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and to the, to the show's credit, I think that's, that's worth just mentioning briefly that like, yeah, there were some people that had that had uh, kind of clocked him as, as at least suspicious towards the beginning, but it, to the show's credit that it kind of didn't matter in the end because they did such a good job in revealing it and like fleshing it out that it didn't like really take away from the experience overall, I would say. Yeah, one of the mm-hmm. things I think it's very interesting, and obviously there's a little bit of this mentality, like nothing is new in 2022. You can't like, you, there's no new ideas. But I do think one of the things that's, that's really like a, a standout about this show is that it it's it's based all in tropes, right? So and and a lot of the people were typecast to a to a degree. Like, yeah, Sam Richardson is always like he he he. I feel like he does have this reputation of being like a sweet, innocent uh, guy. Tiffany Haddish being sort of like a joker. She's right. Ike Barinholtz definitely has 
a type Ben Schwartz is like, as we said, he's like, yeah, there's some Jean Ralphio uh, mm-hmm. uh, in here to a degree. Um, and then the episodes, like even the fact that we're saying, like we talk about the high school episode, oh, it's very like Pen 15, it's very wet, hot American summer, you know, that like they're not, they're not exactly do in in individual episodes the whole concept of the show i think is like very unique what they're doing is taking these trips and like making fun of them and i think that that's like also very impressive in its own right that they can kind of like you know we've seen some of this stuff be done before it's not totally a totally new idea for a show to have an animated episode um Mm -hmm. but the fact that like the way that they are doing it and the fact that it's very funny um i think is a, a credit to to the after party so yeah yeah um uh, all right do we want to do we want to make any guesses on what type of genre episode if they decide to stick with this theme of changing up the genre every episode any guesses on what type of genre episode will happen in season two yeah i got one i got one okay murder mystery within a murder mystery (laughs) so the episode is a murder mystery not about the greater murder mystery but about a different murder mystery oh like someone's telling a story almost I don't know how it works, mystery. Yeah, but yeah. there'll be a murder mystery specific episode that's not about the, the larger murder. That's mystery. not about the overall mystery. Murder oh my mystery. God, I, I guess we don't that. really know that mystery. season two's overarching. And you already mentioned a hat on a hat, Grace, which clearly you love. So here's your yeah. hat on the hat. Let's put a sweater on a sweater. Let's <sighs> put a shoe on a shoe. A polo on a, a polo. shoe on a shoe. <laughs> uh-huh. a, a shoe on a shoe. A shoe on a collage. Collage on a shoe. I don't know. I know there's yes, just genres. imagine me putting on my sneaker and then I put a flip flop over my sneaker. Oh no! <laughs> no great. Oh, make no. it stop! You're gonna break it. <laughs> and, then, oh, no. and then I put all of that in a crock. <laughs> oh, you're gone. You're banished. It's like a, it's like the chimichanga of like footwear. That's it's um it's a turducken of footwear. Also, I, I feel know. like you would have to keep going up in sizes just to make Certainly. it work. Yeah, this is very Absolutely, much going to be yeah. like uh, J- J- Joey from Friends, you know, the bigger sweaters, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, it's going to be terrible. Um, says you. <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, I think says most of the population who wouldn't want to wear three shoes. You, uh-huh. it'd also be so heavy. It'd be so clunky. What if it's like the I'd new comfort? What if Grace discovers that this is like the most comfortable foot experience? It's called ever. fashion, darling. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> it's not fashion. That's dumb. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I think that for next season we're gonna get a fantasy episode lord of the rings is is big you know or the new rings of power show we got hot d happening like i feel like it is it is we're in the like a revitalization of the fantasy genre um why not i could see you know donning some elf ears uh pulling out your sword there's a particular person who the last in this show in season two who the last time he donned elf ears uh got some got some not great rep in ken jong so <laughs> speak oh gosh yeah <laughs> woof, woof. Uh, woof 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 on woof, that woof, woof. that's right oh yeah right jasper is the origin of my woof 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 woof, woof. yeah <laughs> you're thinking dog episode arrow Woof, woof, woof. I would love stop. That wasn't even my thing, but now I want a dog episode. And I, I don't think the animal's gonna have to, to, to cast <laughs> no dog movie ends well. You cast a different you know? dog. <laughs> you cast a different breed for every person for like different humans yeah. and like look for those interactions. That's I love that good. idea. That's, that's pretty good. good. That's a good idea. That's a really um, good one. I was gonna say we did get I almost I was almost gonna say a black and white episode, but we did get like uh what's her name i mentioned her earlier now I'm oh in- not, not ingrid indigo yeah indigo, indigo. um she had her like little i don't even think it was a full like two minutes she had her little like within either episode one or two she kind of started to tell her story and people were like gross please stop and it <laughs> got interrupted but like i would love like a like noir, a, I, well, love noir that's what like I, an I love lucy type or oh, like a sitcom, super like exaggerated a, sitcom or like you said noir that would have been my second thing that i just thought of not because you just said it um I, that's what i mean by the murder <laughs> it's a noir that's what um, i meant yeah, yeah. absolutely Ugh, wow we're on the same page wow <laughs> i think a dog those, noir. i think <laughs> a noir. <laughs> I think any of those would honestly be fun and and work, right? I think any of those three, and there's so many to choose from. Like we again, we don't know if that's what we're doing. They're doing for season two. Yeah, um, and I don't want to know. No, I, I, I like being surprised. They could do, yeah, 
yeah, westerns are out there. You could do a lot could of horses. Do a D&D episode, but that's that's fantasy, like you said, Jess. Yeah, and plus Ken Jong's been there, done that, you know. That's true. <laughs> oh, they could do a dystopian, uh, mm-hmm. futuristic episode. Ooh. A soap opera would be fun. <gasps> soap. Mm-hmm. I love soap. <laughs> <laughs> I love soap. You didn't even finish. You just said soap. Oh, Grace is like Grace soap. is like soap opera, and I'm like so soap. But soap, soap though. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> and then our for our last superlative, um, if if one of these characters was hosting an after party, uh, which party would we be most likely to go to here? Anix. Oh. Anix is gonna be so thoughtful. He's gonna be the most thoughtful oh. party. It's gonna be cute. It'd be nice charcuterie boards and I was he'll gonna say do, he'd have good snacks. Yeah, and he'll do like an escape room game, right? Like he'll he'll plan an activity. I like activities. I think Xavier's um, has the music too loud for me. <laughs> also, he's dead. So that's tough. <laughs> oh, that's be a little dark sad. race. Mm-hmm. Um no, but really he does have a nice dark. house. He has wear, a nice house. Don't no one would be at Walt's party, so I don't think you want to go to his. So just... Walt, no I actually bet Walt's up. party would be super nice as well. It and would like be extremely thoughtful, like a gift bag with your name on it. And then you'd be like, yeah, you just forget. Oh, like, like a goodie him? bag. Mm-hmm. Swag. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Anique and Zoe, and I mean this separately, like they, yes, they, they happen to end up as a couple at the end. So I guess theoretically they could do a uh like a couple between a couple's party right like a a one party Uh for both of them but i think each of them separately would throw like a fun sweet party and it would be my distinction is like there's the party that you really really genuinely want to go to and you kind of don't care what happens because you know you have fun and then there's the party that you kind of feel like uh i i kind of am obligated to go to this for whatever reason and i just hope it's fun that feels a little bit more like well xavier's dead but a little bit more like maybe uh oh ike is throwing a party i don't want to go to or or brett yeah i yeah no chance i'm going to a brett party and also Mm -hmm. um no offense maggie i'm not going to a children's party. well the yasper party is because like we can only get food from the prison vending machine there'll be no touching we're just around one (laughs) table it's only you know what the good part is like visiting hours are only an hour Uh so yeah you can plan your day around it yeah that's right yeah yeah. No, I think I think like uh I think Anik would throw like a, I think Zoe would actually throw a really fun. The party. two of them, I think it would throw an incredible party together. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like Anik would sense. get super excited about the activities, and then Zoe's like, you, you, "This is what people actually." Let's just make sure we have a lot of wine, you know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. she has access to a lot of children's food, so you get like real bite-sized snacks. That's fun. Children only eat food. I don't mean healthy per se. Listen, Bring we out all the know. Fruit snacks. You go to the supermarket. There's a lot of unhealthy children. I like to admit that Ariel now thinks that children can't and don't eat food that is that is bigger that than is like real can, size. Yeah, that like, you can't cut it down. Like a waffle? No way. They don't choke on that. That's thing. why their bowls <laughs> are so small, right? Isn't it? Yeah, they got those tiny forks. Yeah, yeah. The tiny hands. I don't like it. <laughs> I'd go to Maggie. I bet Maggie would throw a hell of a party no no i'm not going to maggie's party jess old jess oh maggie's like my favorite children's character of all time new jess oh no screw maggie and her party (laughs) screw maggie and her party it's gonna have puppets and dumb things that i don't want to experience probably a bouncy castle no i don't want it what if the castle were like disinfected and it what you could you knew that it wasn't like yeah, you can't disinfect you, there's you just it's like a ball pit like there you just can't when there's well, kids like snotting I, I, everywhere I, I, you just I, can't disinfect it you need a lot of rubbing alcohol for that a lot of it mm-hmm. um but uh yeah those are our, those are our little superlatives that we have um do we want to spend some time discussing being that we're we're here to talk not only the after party but also just binge shows in general. Do we want to talk about a few other bingeable shows that we watched this year? Um, as kind of like a catch-all. Obviously, yeah. not every single show we covered on Pusher Recaps this year is going to have its own podcast because there's not there's just not enough time, friends. It's too yeah. much. I don't think much. we we'll, we'll make sure not to spoil them, but I do think uh, we should do this in the style of Big Brother. Uh, uh, you know, I don't are either of you Big Brother watchers? I've me. seen it. Okay, at the end of the season, they oh, do this thing where they have God. to sit, the final three typically have to sit down and they're like drinking, and it's like a it's a full on recap show where they're like, "Remember when 
John threw a pie in the oven and you're like, oh yeah. And then they cut back to the clip. So I feel like we should do something like that. Where oh, it's just like, fun. remember when we cover, remember, remember when Ben folds was just all up on her. I guess I just spoiled uh, the wilds, but don't worry about it. It's not that big of a, it's not a pop. <laughs> um, it's canceled. It's fine. Yeah. It's canceled. Yeah. You don't it even worry about watching season two. Actually, if you watch season one and you did not join us for the season two coverage, don't worry about it. It's Show's fine. canceled and season two wasn't that good, but the wilds was fun. A fun podcast that we did all together. Yeah. Oh, the silence. What's the podcast was even. I was waiting for Pink to cut in and like oh, yeah. interrupt. I didn't want to interrupt her, the queen. Uh yeah. no, the wilds was a lot of fun covering it with you all. I think you know, it's sometimes it's sophomore slump, sometimes it's sophomore surge. And this was yeah, we just we felt a little bit more like a like a like a slump for that one for the we wilds. We finally got proof that men ruin everything. Uh, <laughs> It's true, though. I think the, the reason that season two didn't work for me a lot of the time was we spent far too much time with the boys and not enough time with the characters that we had established. The boys is a different show. That yeah. Covered by Mike and Kevin. <laughs> too much time with the boys. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, that show was uh, was canceled, but I still highly recommend season one. Oh, I would go back and watch that. I guess I feel like at some point, maybe in the disc, we can do this in the discord, but like we should like let's let's think about how that show actually would have been. Uh, recently today, Ariel, a show that you covered on Pusher uh, the Midnight Club officially got canceled by Netflix. And uh, Mike yeah. Flannan was like, yeah, here's a Tumblr post where I'm just going to tell you how the show is supposed to end, which I wish more people like I want the I want the, it's a the, lost it's a lost art wow. it, i feel yeah. like it happened a, a couple of times throughout history yeah uh, i read that and i i literally teared up like yeah. by the end of it yeah i want the i want the creators of the wilds to be like here's what we were gonna do and let me know if it was like good or not you know and we will yeah. immediately tell them it was <laughs> yeah probably right. <laughs> yeah but i would like that i think that we've er- we've earned it you know mm-hmm. we were fans of that mm-hmm. show give us what we were due big fan um Another one that was covered this year um, by Posher Recaps was Russian Doll. Yeah. Uh, Ariel Marissa and I covered uh, Russian Doll with some guest appearance along the way. Um, that's another show that had, I think, a tough sophomore slump. Like, that should have been, like, you know, there's a world where, like, if I if you, I predicted the best TV shows of 2022 at the beginning of 2022, I, I put Russian Doll season two on, like, the top of the list. I was expecting it to be really good. And it wasn't that it wasn't good. It just was not as good as season one. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, especially now, and I said this at the beginning of this pod about like after party, how you kind of, because time passes and time moves by itself, uh, you can just wait and see how you feel about something later on. And I think differently, uh, and I'm not saying this is what you're saying, Grace, but different from the wilds where it felt like that was like a big, uh, dip in quality i felt like russian doll was a little bit more like we are taking these creative swings that are very um aspirational these are like we are hoping that these things work and they didn't always work and to your point they didn't always work as well as they did in season one but they were no less uh thoughtful and interesting and um it just Season one was like a complete package and was basically as close to perfection as you can get in in that genre. And it felt like season two was just a little messier in ways, both good and bad. And um, but the whereas the wilds, it was like, oh, something happened yeah. here and you changed it too much. Um, Jess, you covered some shows that mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I have not watched a bunch of them, but and I'm not sure about you, Ariel, but but between sort of. Bad Sisters and Reboot, and you're currently covering, I believe, Mythic Quest. I, I have watched previous seasons of Mythic Quest. I think I'm going to wait for all of Mythic Quest to drop, and then I'm I'm going to binge the, the show and binge the pod. But mm-hmm. uh, give the spiel. Should people have watched Reboot or Bad Sisters? Or yeah. yeah. So for, for all of those, I would say Bad Sisters, a must-watch. I would rank that a must-watch. Um, Shannon Horgan is a genius in anything she's in. She has like a... She has an agreement or a contract with Apple TV to where she's producing different series for them. Catastrophe is another one that she is in that I didn't podcast about, but it's mm. brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. It is about a bunch of Irish sisters. Another uh, adjacent to this is a it is a murder mystery. Um, oh, and I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a there is a there is a murder aspect. There's a mystery aspect. Takes place in Ireland. Um, the entire cast is 
brilliant. Um, I would say the show, I, I think the pacing on the show is really well done. Um, so highly, highly recommend that show. It is coming back for a season two. Um, I would be more nervous about the season two, if not for Shannon Horgan being involved. Um, mm. because I just, I just think she, she is, she's just a genius. Um, and so she, because she, she also acts in the show as well. And so because she is deeply, deeply involved with season two, um, I'm, I'm a little bit higher on its prospects. Um, but definitely that one is a must watch. Um, in terms of reboot, I would, I wouldn't label that as much of a must watch as more of a throw this on. It's, it's very short. It's like eight episodes. It's That's a sitcom. A, I know. Uh, I, I remember there was a day where Lindsay Wilson messaged me. I was like, wait, did an episode of the pod, did you record something? And it was the reboot episode called what we do in the shadows. Cause each episode is named yes. after a different TV show. Um, is there any like after party synergy there? Like what's the deal with the titles of the episode? Or is it just like, that's... yep. The reason they're all named after sitcoms is because the premise of the show is that they are rebooting an old family sitcom so imagine if i mean you don't have to imagine because full house did get rebooted Uh but it's you know um that is the joke is that they're and they're bringing back the full cast uh again and so it i think to me the highlight of reboot is the cast itself um because of the famous faces that are on that show we have keegan michael key uh johnny knoxville rachel judy greer judy greer judy greer stand out on that show mm. um again eight episodes it's very quick i'm really hoping it gets um renewed because i i found it to be a refreshing uh take on a sitcom um so definitely that one is not a must watch but i would still recommend it highly hmm. um what was the other one you mentioned gosh i covered so much this year paper girls oh i, I was also saying mythic. oh yeah mythic quest but you're that's it's less of a binge show right it's released weekly so yeah, uh, Mythic Girls? Quest is released week- weekly. Still, I would highly recommend Mythic Quest for anybody. Oh. It's a it's a workplace comedy that has like a lot of gaming aspects. But uh, I you can binge through times. the first few seasons, and it's really good. It maybe has my favorite COVID episode. Um, uh, it ha- by far my favorite COVID episode. It's not close. I tend to, uh, for those who don't know, I tend to like skip COVID ta- content if it's covered on television shows. Um, I'm it's not my favorite thing to watch. I lived it. I don't need to see it on my TV. But I will say Mythic Quest has the best COVID episode I've ever seen. Um, is, is Paper Girls it. in renewal limbo? Did it get? Did it get? It got canceled. Paper Girls oh, got canceled. No. Um, I will say Paper Girls. I still recommend you watch it. I think it's a really sweet, interesting, intriguing, uh, like adolescent teen girl show. Um, and even beyond me recommending the television show, highly recommend the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, like, if you want to do both, you certainly can. That's not coming back. So up to yeah. you. But if you're only going to do one, uh, read the graphic novel. It is so good. They had to, I don't want to say dumb it down because that makes it sound meaner than I intend it for, for it to sound. But, like, they do cut out a lot of the... Um, it was very complicated. It was it was very complicated, the graphic novel. And, it is. And at it's least very it complex. had an ending. There's time travel shenanigans. So, yeah, like, right. it's going to be difficult to, to kind of translate that to television, but... Um, the show was really great. We podcast about it here on Pusher Recaps, and I do I do highly recommend that show as well. I covered a lot of great shows this year. Not everything got renewed. Um, I would argue Time Traveler's Wife. I really loved that show. I wish it got mm. renewed for a second season. Um, Synergy Ariel with uh, Theo James is there. Butt. Was one I was going to oh. say there was one thing specifically that you really enjoyed. Yeah, in baby. That show, The Time Traveler's Wife. But I'm glad that I didn't have to say it. You came out and said it yourself. Yeah, we get to see Theo James's butt on the White Lotus season two, so at least there's that. Ariel, you and I covered Blackbird, the Taron Edgerton, uh, and there is some synergy here because there Paul Walter some, Hauser. There's some great in, butt in that one as well. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> yes, Taron Edgerton. Who, Tar- well, Paul Walter Hauser, who plays an incredibly creepy individual in Blackbird, is going to be in season two of The After Party. So. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that they had already announced the cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very yeah, excited about that. Is up there. Um, um, another one, Grace, that you covered, um, A League of Their Own. Oh yeah, yeah, A League of Their Own, uh, one of the best TV shows of 2022. I would, I people should watch that. Uh, it's very, mm-hmm. um, not only like LGBTQ, uh, uh, you know, highlights that, uh, but also uh, something that the movie does not do, which is talk about black people in America. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's great. Uh, one of my favorites. 
yeah i um i recommend that that one as well i think the cast on that is really stellar and i actually think like when i'm looking at the shows i covered this year i'm like wow a lot of them did have really great lgbtq representation like paper girls is one of them Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of them that i think are doing a better job that we're like uh at least in television and media like seemingly getting doing a better job at kind of having that representation mythic quest as well Mm mm-hmm Yes, I will just bring up a couple. Uh, speaking of like things you can just throw on that maybe aren't that good. Uh, Inventing Anna was one on Netflix earlier this year that like a yeah. lot. It did like big numbers on Netflix seemingly at least at first. Um, I think people fell off, but that was uh, that was a thing that happened. Is how I can put it uh, as far as the show quality. There was they signed on to do a second. They were gonna somebody else was gonna make an uh, uh, a TV show, and that was like, now we don't need it. Uh, maybe Emma Stone is that? Uh... No, it was Jennifer, wasn't it? Jennifer. Oh, you're talking about Lauren? the actress that kind of like uh, was like, like I don't she need did to a perfect job. Anymore. I don't need she to do it. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was the dropout. That was uh, the Theranos lady, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Holmes. Holmes, oh, and it was Jennifer, um, wasn't it? J Law. Was it was like, Jayla who was going to either make a movie or make an alternative TV show. Yes. And she was like, no, the dropout did it. And I'm not yeah. going to. Um, there's one that is a weird one where um, um, Sarah Carradine uh, covered Candy this year. Jessica Biel, mm-hmm. uh, a show. That was very good. It was very good. But then also there's an HBO. But that one, yes. That one the... is coming out. The extra yes. one. Yeah. Yeah. With, there's like um, another, a different version. Yeah. yeah. With, uh, with the Scarlet Witch herself. Uh, one of the Olsen Elizabeth Olsen. Sisters. Elizabeth Olsen, thank yeah. you. Um, another one I covered this year with Mike Bloom, Upload Season 2. Um, I really liked Season 1 of Upload. I thought it was very strong, very interesting, very innovative. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it did get renewed for a Season 3. So I'm really happy about that just because I feel like the way Season 2 ended, we we really did need a Season 3. Um, so also recommend that show. It's a very quick binge. I believe it's on um, Amazon Prime um, video. So if you want to watch that one. Um, but uh, Ariel, another one you covered this year, Pachinko. Like very, yeah. very. Yeah, um, I was just thinking of Pachinko. An awards darling, isn't it? People mm-hmm. love their critics darling, you know, however you Yeah, I think it was, it was really, uh, I think you would describe it as like a slow burn. It felt, it felt like a movie. I made the joke earlier of like showrunners who call their, their seasons like, you know, 10, 12, whatever hour movies. Um, this one kind of felt like that, but in a great way. And it was like kind of an indie film. It was very emotional. Uh, lots of uh, time travel, but not in the traditional uh, sci-fi sense. It was just like travel, the viewer traveling across different times of this family, like across generations and getting to see history. And it really feels that one is, I believe, coming back for season two on Apple TV and that was, um, I think, probably a little bit more popular internationally than it was here in the U.S. But I, I think it was like a very beautiful, very emotional, uh, beautiful, both uh, both beautiful emotionally, like I said, but beautiful to look at as well. Just very mm-hmm. cinematic, very powerful. Uh, so I definitely I definitely recommend it, it if those words and adjectives appeal to you. <laughs> Oh, um, here's one. I binged um, all of the news um, this year, and I can't believe it's getting it's getting renewed. I cannot believe it. it's so depressing. Um, the season, like, it's, it's the just, local news. I know. I <laughs> thought like I thought Grey's Anatomy was like on a tear. Ugh. It's this is like the news is like the original. They keep running the Grey's same Anatomy. things over the same storylines over and over again. <laughs> Like, didn't that already like happen? A, didn't that already I happen? I thought there was a show called, called the, the News. news. And I was like, the news real, I think, was one. Yeah. Um, I also binged Grey's Anatomy, but there's nothing oh. new about that. Uh-huh. It's actually very sad. Ooh, I don't want to talk tease. about it. It's not sad. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, the newsroom was an was an Aaron Sorkin show that ran for like yes. two, two seasons. Yeah. Um, but of course, yeah. if if there's something that was bingeable that we haven't mentioned, uh, chances yeah. are it will be covered sometime. True in the next month so um, sometimes sometimes we miss the first season of a show and then come back uh before like we didn't cover season one of russian doll and push recaps but then when season two came back we went back and watched season one so that's that happened the white 
Lotus is similar. We didn't cover season Same kind one. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's like now we're, uh, you know, before we were a much smaller operation. You didn't have as many voices on podcasts. And, you know, it was difficult to get everything out in a timely manner when it actually when people were still talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, now we we are kind of delivering on that front a little bit more. Um, but yeah, if we if we still won't let me something... cover the news, though. <laughs> I think I think I'm with Josh on that one. <laughs> Come on, what about yes ands? Come it's on. too real. It's too real. Where are my not, yes ands at? Not no. That's a terrible yes, idea. Worst improv counter. No, but stop. No, but stop. <laughs> Uh, um but yeah i think those are most of the stuff that we covered that yeah. isn't going to get its own proper its own proper podcast um pretty little liars i also covered oh. original sin with sarah ferguson that is getting renewed and it's getting a second season that's we'll never say, not around like they're always gonna do either the show or the show colon other title mm-hmm. yeah pretty little liars has lived forever it seems at this point but i will say original sin was actually really fun it was a lot more like horror-y uh more adult because it was on hbo max um than the previous iterations um i still recommend it i thought it was very very fun um so i'm excited that that one got renewed for a second season mm-hmm. yeah but, the, um, uh the, the apple tv show loot that i covered with dr man yes. maya rudolph that also got renewed we covered season the, one is that, that the origin story fun. of you and dr amanda podcasting together um I think it was. I think that's it was where you all loot. got your. Before, yeah, if loot people know you from White Lotus, that's yeah, where yeah. Uh, it all mm-hmm. got started. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's accurate. That sounds right. Uh, and that that was a lot of fun. Uh, Joel Kim Booster, Maya Rudolph, like a really good cast. So you know that mm. one. That one I enjoyed a lot. Yeah. Um. Any other shows that we could think of that we want to give a quick watch or do not watch to if they're not already being covered? I can't think of anything. I feel like that's most of what I covered this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is that all? Um. I think that is all. Yeah, I think that's that's, that's, a, that's a, it's a it's a lot in it. It's the after party in it in it. <laughs> um of course you can uh you can catch us so many other places grace what are you talking about lately where can people find you if they want to hear more yeah a couple netflix shows the crown with shannon gus and then 1899 with ariel and rich also covering movies each week as a lot of big movies coming up before the end of the year and i'm going to cover as many of them as we can and Roll Call over on Rob is a podcast, a board game extravaganza show. Uh, we recently played Spyfall. So it was very fun. You can catch the replay over on YouTube and Twitch. I'll just give a quick, if you, in case you're looking for it, YouTube has now changed. If you have a live video, it's under a new tab called so Live. So make sure you click on the Live tab to find the Roll Call um, episode. It's not under videos, even though it's a video. So whatever. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Hi from Grace. I'm on Letterbox at Go for Grace. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just like Grace is whatever. whatever. Yeah, sure. Grace is like, yeah, sure. <laughs> what? There you go. Yeah, you got the before oh me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ariel, what about you? Where can people find you? People can find me trying to solve uh the murder mystery that is the White Lotus season two with Dr. Amanda. Uh that is that is coming to a to a close. Uh we're we're slowly getting to the the end of the season, and um, I'm ready. I'm ready to know the tension. The tension has reached a, a critical mass, and I'm I'm ready to find out what's going on there. Uh, I'm on Twitter at that other Ariel. I'm covering the other things that Grace already mentioned, and uh, this is this is exciting. December. Wow, it's over. We did it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we are almost at the end of the year. We've made it. <laughs> Um, you can find me covering community on community building with Josh Wiggler, uh, a previously mentioned season three of mythic quests with Adam H here on pusher recaps. Uh, and of course I'm, um, shit 90s shows taught me with Sarah Ferguson covering Boomy's world, Dawson's Creek, and a bunch of other nineties content. Follow us at shit 90s pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at the Jess Sterling. The number one place you could find me, of course, is the Posher Recaps Discord, posherrecaps.com slash Patreon. If you would like to sign up, it's it's the season of giving gifts. Um, you could gift someone a patron membership. We have tons of fun in there. Um, and uh, don't forget to fill out our patron survey. Again, this is just one of many 22, 2022 in-review podcasts coming out this month. 
Um, coming up next on the calendar here, uh, Grace, it looks like something I, I believe you guessed it on a podcast about this show. Hmm. Um, Severance. Severance, yeah. Severance. Maybe the really best show. show. Maybe the best show of 2022. Yeah. Uh poss- possibly, I think. I think it's in contention for sure. Um, so looking forward to hear from from Josh Wiggler, Dr. Amanda, Melissa, Dr. Melissa, all on Severance this year. That show, I think, was uh another awards darling and another one that it, the buzz, the buzz was heard about the buzz, buzz, buzz um was heard about this show. So Certainly excited was. to listen to all of that. Um, I think that's all we I think that's all we have for you today. Um, and Is with that, that I know twas twas a short time. <laughs> did, we, did we remind people to do the survey? Yeah, yeah, there is a sor- survey in the no- in the show notes here. Um, don't forget to go and do the survey. Uh, we want to hear from you. You. Yes, you. <laughs> that's you. Wow. Me? I feel, I feel it. <laughs> Um, all you Josh's and Matthews and Daniels and Dave. I'm just saying a bunch of names. Um, wow, a lot of men listening Ashley's. to the po- Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't done yet. I okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, all the Meredith. other names. Merediths and Jimathans. Jimathans. Um, Rajarlathews. All of you, please mm. fill out the survey in the show notes. We Gaspers. appreciate you. <laughs> all of you um thank you all for listening uh i'm gonna leave you off with a um shut up bye